Alcina wavered and grabbed hold of a nearby tree. Her vision swam in the moonlight, the trees shuddering in front of her. She blinked them back into submission and carried on. She pushed blindly past branches that scratched at her. The trees danced. Stop it. Hold still, Alcina muttered, holding her hands out in front of her. Sweat beaded around her temples. Even in the cool light of the moon, she was hot. She pushed up her sleeves in exasperation. Her tongue was parched and thirst consumed her. She wiped the sweat away before it could trickle into her eyes. She wasn't quite sure which direction she was headed, but she knew she was going more or less in a straight line. She had the moon to thank for that. Low in the sky, she could follow its course even through the branches of the trees. She wobbled along under the cool light of the moon, wayward branches scratching at her skin. She didn't notice, but continued on her invisible path until she came to a small clearing. Alcina shut her eyes. She couldn't believe what she was seeing. She opened them again, her eyelids heavy. Athon? What are... She started staring. Athon swam before her vision, becoming double and triple before melting into one wavering figure. Alcina wet her lips and found her voice. Unlike her sight, her voice did not waver. Athon, you came back. I knew you would. It was horrible. Evil, Alcina said to the figure in front of her. She gave him space as she spoke, not wanting to crowd him. In her fervor, she did not hear the heavy, panting breaths from behind her. Zos stayed hidden behind the tree, peering out. The girl was addressing another person, and he wanted to see how sizable the other human was before he went in for the kill. No sense getting more bumps and bruises. He couldn't see very well from his angle, so he sidled around for a better view, all the while listening to her blabber. I met up with a horrible beast, Elsina went on. Zos stiffened, the hairs on his back prickling. His nose twitched and he wanted to roar, but with an effort he controlled himself. He waited for further condemnation by the girl. I climbed a tree, and it had such menacing eyes. I thought I was going to die even before I made it to the stump. I don't want anything to happen to the Freyans. It's really not their fault. They don't know how to deal with loss and anger. I don't condone their behavior, but I think I understand it at least a little. With me as a sacrifice to the beast, he won't hurt them. Alcina gulped, waiting for a reply, but when none came, she bolstered on. I think getting rid of the source of their confusion, the source of the anger, will cure us. But I'm not sure that I'm ready or strong enough. Sosa's lip curled, and he maneuvered around even more in order to see Athon better, but all he saw was Alcina and the stump. He could see the way her eyes swam without focusing and the way she gestured with her good hand. I feel sorry for him, all alone in this forest, home to all manner of horrible beasts with evil red eyes. But he can't be forgiven for what he did to that poor boy. I met his mother. She was a wreck of a person, having her son killed right in the middle of town in front of everyone. I will not be the next sacrifice. Frey gave me up but I will not give me up. So the beast has to die, if not to avenge the boy, then to save Frey and myself. You must help me. 
I know you will. You came all the way here after all. Alcina smiled, wiped away sweat from her forehead, and took a step forward. Zos nearly laughed at how pathetic her threat to kill him was. She was weak and one-armed. To further illustrate this point, Alcina was reaching over to hug the stump, a dopey smile on her face. She wrapped her arms around the bulk of the stump, keeping her left casted arm close to her side. Zos stepped around the shadows and into the moonlight behind Alcina. She hadn't been talking to anyone but herself. There was no Athon. There was no other human. She was crazy, and she wanted to kill him. But he would kill her first. Everything inside of him screamed for self-preservation. She wouldn't have a chance to call him a monster to his face. The moment that word left her lips, he would strike her down.